Welcome and come aboard the Black Men Express. You will hear stories, you will hear laughter, you will feel emotions, but most importantly, you will hear black men express and bring their inner black boy out. Enjoy the journey. So, brother, how you doing? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Just good? Yeah, just good. Got work tomorrow, so. I feel you. I yeah. feel you. Um, so, we're just going to kick it off right here. Um, tell me about a time when you've cried. Um, recently, uh, my mom has shared with me an incident that happened with the four brothers at Roxborough High School. Um and I think one of them was for the one who was murdered was 14, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and that was kind of close to home because I used to work. I did my year at city year at Roxborough. And um, I know I still know a couple of the kids there. So it just made me kind of nervous. Like, you know, it's like kind of it kind of sounds bad, but it's like, oh, well, I hope it wasn't, you know, selling. So. Um. But it also made me think of when I when I was working uh, at at Roxborough, we had a student. His name was Darius Winters. He was murdered um, as well as one of the students that I had worked with. So um, when my mom had told me that I was like in the middle of just being on the phone out in public walking. And it kind of like that threw me off guard. Uh, just hearing that in general. So, yeah, that was that was the last time that was. I want to say about, three, I think that was in September, the first week of September, she told me about that. Tell me about a time when you felt misunderstood. Um, it's like, geez, it's like every, almost every day, man, I walk through uh, some of these neighborhoods down here, I just feel misunderstood silently in a way. Um sometimes I have to ask myself that's that that's why I feel like I know I'm misunderstood I have to ask myself like like maybe they just are looking at you that way because they never seen someone who had this sort of quality or something um but yeah whenever I'm I'm walking through these different neighborhoods down here um in DC specifically like DuPont Circle Adams Morgan I got people who aren't from DC they probably I don't know if you're from Philly, think of like a Chestnut Hill sort of neighborhood, uh, University City sort of area. So, yeah, I always feel misunderstood just walking through those neighborhoods. Okay. Tell me about a time you have felt loved. Um, I'll say... Um, Besides, like, the whole parents thing, um, I was having a conversation with my uh, friend the other day, and I was asking him kind of, like, even though he uh, he hasn't accomplished that, like, we were just kind of, like, how do, you, how do you know that you are a man, sort of? And we were having a big conversation about manhood, and even though our conversation wasn't necessarily like telling one another that we love each other, but I think, you know, us giving each other advice, we're literally both the same age, 10 days apart, but us trying to 
figure out this whole thing of uh, manhood or and black masculinity as well. Um, I, it was kind of like a sign of that's a sign of love, just trying to get through it together, I guess. So, <laughs> okay. Tell me about a time when you were proud of being a black man. Um, I, I would say like the first time, which was. I was 23, I was 23, which is wild to think the first time I'm proud to be a black man, I was a dec- two decades in and some change. Um, but um, this also goes back to our conversation from earlier. I had that African philosophy class and, and uh, in it, I was learning so much and I just felt so, I guess in that time, it validated me. It validated my presence. It's like, you are a, like, bro, you are a human being. In the short of it, everything that I was reading from all of the different uh, African-American writers, um, and that made me feel feel proud because that was, like, the first time that, like I said, it was recognized, like, I am a black man. It made me feel proud to be one. So. Okay. Tell me about a time that you've laughed in the past week. I laughed in the past week. Oh, I was on the phone with my dad yesterday. <laughs> now, people don't know, my dad used to weigh probably about 400 pounds. Um, he was he used to be a security guard for the Eagles, um, and he was in the Navy. But his drug addiction had got him to be really large, and he got clean. He's been clean for over a decade at this point. Um and he lost he lost a lot of that weight, but he's down to like two hundred pounds. Um, so we were just on the phone the other day, and we just, you know, we just joking about his weight. You know, he talking about some he's gonna eat some ribs. I think he said he was gonna say, hey, you don't want to end up back where you were before four hundred pounds with the ribs. But yeah, we was just joking about his weight. You know, I, you know, I guess that's cool. I'm going to probably stop doing that, though. He probably don't like it. Uh, me talking about how big he was back then. But, yeah, that's a good laugh. Okay. Tell me about a time when you had a hard time expressing how you feel. In high school, my grandmother had passed away in 11th grade. Um, and I just kept skipping class every day. She passed away December 23rd and from Christmas break. And once we got back from Christmas break all the way up until like the end of the school year, I pretty much skipped like a hundred, I don't even know how many classes, but I didn't have the language to talk about what I was going through at the time. Like Cause it wasn't just my grandmother the year before I lost my grandfather and then my dad had to move from Philly to California cause that's where his uh, rehab recovery was in California. So it was more than just that and mom being on one paycheck now. So it was a lot of things that were in it, but I just couldn't tell people how I was feeling cause I just didn't know what was going on. I was only, 17 um 
and I really didn't have much time to reflect because I was being, I was forced to be more independent as well. Um, so yeah, I was just skipping class every day. Um, I really didn't, I really didn't understand what was going on myself till I was about like 25. So. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Tell me about a time you achieved something that you were proud of. Um, I'll say, uh, my job that I have now, um, getting this job one, um, it's the content subject that I wanted. So social studies, um, and also, um, you know, it was a hard time between like last year and then me getting this job. So I was really kind of like concerned, like, am I going to get the job or not? Am I going to end up back home, be back in Philly or am I be back, you know, staying here? So, um, you know, everything I had learned in that past year kind of all went into uh, me being able to get this job. So I think I'm proud. As stressful as it may be, I am still proud to have it. So. Okay. Tell me about a time you received a hug and how it made you feel. Um, <laughs> yesterday, I had ran into some old co-workers um, one of one of them, Mr. Green, he reminds me of my father because he's bald and big too. So like, whenever he, whenever I see him, always it's always a hug on site. It's never like a, a dap up, like a little fist bump. Nah, we could have seen each other an hour earlier. We still going dap up a hug, and he's an older guy. He's uh, in his sixties too. Um, but yeah, I know like. That that hug is just like one is him acknowledging me, but it's it also feels as if it's like how we said we have that older brother, and then me being I guess for age because it's like a forty year gap, so between me and him it's kind of like the older brother to the younger brother, sort of thing, um, and it always feels good when you know the older guys got you, you know when they they paved the way and then they gonna make sure that I see you back there along this paved road and I'll make sure you're taken care of. So, um, yeah, he gave me a hug yesterday. It was all love. It was all, I knew we was going to get to talking for a good while. So, but yeah, that was, that was a good one. Okay. Tell me about a time you helped another brother. Hmm. Um, this is one guy, well, I forget his name, um, but he was on the corner. He's in a wheelchair. He didn't have no legs. He said he lost his legs, uh, serving in the military. He's a veteran. And, um, he just wanted a cup of coffee from the Starbucks. And I was just out there. We were rapping for like a good 20 minutes. And then I got him the coffee, came back. We were rapping. He was so thankful for it. And um, for me, that's something that, uh, you know, those who may not be able to provide for themselves. I don't know his situation because um, I did see him out there and on that corner. 
uh, every now and then I didn't see him too much. But, you know, just being able to provide for, you know, our brothers and sisters who don't have as well because they get overlooked. Um, and he was a cool, he was a cool guy as well. So, yeah. Okay. Last question I have for you, brother. If you had one thing to say to your younger self, what would it be? Um, pay attention to how you're feeling. Um, like really sit down, give yourself some time to sit down and just think about how you're feeling and, and make a plan as well. Uh, I was actually thinking even before, you know, even before this, I was thinking about, I'm like, man, I wish I could tell someone who is on the same trajectory as me now. I wish I could meet them and tell them, you know, like some things about the future, like, Hey, make sure you do this, make sure, you know, but, um, yes, reflect on everything. Um, don't be afraid to, to share how you're feeling with others. Um, and make a plan. Like I said, make a plan, like whether it's a plan of, I want to, um, depending on how young you are, I want to get into this college, make a plan, backwards plan. How do I, what do I need to do? They say on their website that you need to have a 3.2, make sure I have a 3.5, make sure I have a 3.75, make sure I'm doing, you know, I want to be a part of this club. Okay, make sure I'm doing this while I'm in high school. Or, you know, if I'm in college, you know, I want this job coming out. Okay, this is what I need to do. So kind of like make a plan in that, in that sense, as far as like, how am I going to survive? Uh, but yeah, make a plan um, and reflect. Those would be like the two main things that I would tell a younger version of myself if I could. Okay. Well, brother, I appreciate your vulnerability and honesty. Brother, I hear you, I see you, and I feel you. Catch us at the next stop on the Black Man Express. Peace.